Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello, and welcome, not just to this episode, welcome to the new year and the new decade, 2020. Now, this episode is going to be all about helping you to actually make the most of this time of year, this vibe, this energy that's around so that you can actually really make the most of the year ahead by making sure that you are actually aligning your focus, your attention and your energy with your actions, that they're all kind of lined up and to make sure that they're going to be moving you in the direction that you want to go. I will particularly be having a lean towards talking to you and highlighting this as going to be specifically helpful for you if you are at a point where you have been questioning your work situation. Maybe you've been questioning it for a a while and you know that your current work situation is just not working for you anymore. You've probably been successful in what you're doing now and what you've been doing, but you're starting to realize that, you know what, this is actually not really what I want for myself anymore for various reasons. And you're starting to realize that at some point you are probably going to want or need to stop being an employee and doing what you've been doing. And maybe you want to start to do your own thing. And that can be a really exciting time, really exciting to explore the potential of what that could mean and what it could be. And also, it's fair to say that it's probably also quite terrifying because there are so many questions, so many unknowns when it comes to transitioning from being in a successful role, getting paid well, you know, feeling really confident about what you do and how you do it and the results that you can get. And when you start to think about doing your own thing, even though your current work situation may not be ideal, all the unknowns of doing your own thing can be a bit overwhelming and it can be easy to just let the time keep drifting on by, to let your work, your current work, take over your life and leave you literally with no room or no mental energy to even think about exploring what you might want to do next let alone actually think about how you're going to get there or doing something about it. Because yes, there is a lot to consider when you are thinking about making a move into starting your own business. And this year, I want to give you even more specific help to help get you moving in that direction. If that's something that you think that you want, and even if you're not sure yet, but it's a possibility, I want really for you to be upping the ante on on thinking about it and starting to make some small steps in that direction. And so starting today of this year, this episode, I want to be giving you some ideas on how you can start to clarify your vision about what might be next for you in setting up your own thing, doing something different and creating some goals for yourself for this year. Because you don't want to just let another year 
go by again without you feeling like you're making some sort of progress. And I have a new client that I started working with uh, a little while ago and she is, I guess, fairly typical of the, t- the kind of people that I work with, very successful, very passionate about her work, very high standards about uh, the, the delivery that she aims for and the impact that she makes through what she does. And she has given and given and given of herself to her job for years and years and years and, you know, has been feeling probably unhappy in the role for over a year But let's be real, when you're in that kind of a job, there isn't a lot of room or energy left over. And often there's different things that people do to distract themselves from feeling unhappy in their job that they, you know, they let off steam on the weekend or not even on the weekend. Sometimes it's midweek, you know, through either drinking or partying or whatever the vice of choice is to kind of either numb the pain or just offset the intensity of the work situation. And so if you can relate to that, then it's even more important for you to carve out some time and some thinking space to start to explore what's going to be next for you. Because otherwise, literally another year will go and you'll be running yourself more and more into the ground without making any kind of steps towards making change. And so I want to help you start to do that. And I also find that having some sort of steps, like a bit of a structure to follow, always seems to make things a little bit easier for me anyway, and for some of the clients that I work with, just some kind of like a skeleton structure uh, process or some steps. And so that's what I'm going to give you today, four simple steps that you can follow. Also, what I know for sure is that the likelihood of you actually doing something about developing your potential business idea dramatically increases apparently by about 40%. It increases by 40% or more if you actually identify what it is that you want. Identify a goal, you write it down, you share it, get some sort of regular accountability to check in on your progress. And so this episode, what we specifically cover is going to help you with at least the first two steps of that. So the study showed that when you actually identified the goals what you actually want, you write it down, share it with someone and then get regular accountability to check in. You're way more likely to do the things that you need to do to achieve your goal and therefore more likely to achieve it. And so this episode can actually help you with the first two steps of the four that that study said you really need to do. And I know that for myself, there is something different that happens when I actually write down my goals and I get really clear about what they are and then start to look at, well, what do I have to do to make progress towards them? And so I really recommend that even if you've never set goals before or it's something that's a bit new to you, I really encourage you to just play full out for yourself. So what we're going to look at is four steps to helping you to set your vision, your big picture vision, and to set some goals for yourself for this year. And this is extracted, if you like, from a much longer live workshop that I've run many, many times and my online goal setting program, which is called Make This Year the Year of You. And if you want to know more about that program, you can go to thetransitlounge.com forward slash goals. And that gives you all the information. So if you want actually to go through a step-by-step process, that 
program does that for you where there's videos and worksheets that you can work through in your own time, however fast or you know, spread out you want to do it. And so you can find out more about that program at thetransitlounge.com forward slash goals. But for today, we're going to go through a few steps of the process. We can't go through everything because you need to have done the first couple of things before you keep moving. And I don't want to overwhelm you. So let's just start with the first couple of steps. I actually did a webinar recently for another company, which I did about goal setting. And I went through in that webinar 12 steps. Now, some of them are small steps, and uh, others uh, take a bit longer, but there was 12 steps. But today we're actually just going to be covering the first four. So let's get into it. The first one is about you needing to reflect on your last year. So before you start to dive in and set goals for the year ahead, it's really important that you reflect back over the last year or so. And in fact, last week's episode, I talked you through some steps and some ideas of how you can do that. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, you can go back and listen to that episode and do the steps in that before you keep going with what I'm going to share with you now. So once you have done that reflection of looking back, then you can look forward to what you want to have happen. And this is where actually it's it's good to perhaps go forward in your mind's eye to longer than just one year. You can do one year and for some people that's enough, but maybe you could go three years or even longer. When I did it this, no, well, yeah, when I did it for 2020, I did three years and I found that was good because it was enough of a chunk of time to get me out of the limitations that we can sometimes put on ourselves with thinking too short term, but not so far ahead that too much might change that I'm not sure what would be happening then. So I did three years, you could do one, you could do 10, whatever works, you know, pick a time frame that really feels right for you. And then just be open and just start to download some ideas of by that time in your life and in your work, what is it that you would really love to be happening? And you can do this in a couple of different ways. You can do this for various different aspects of your life or just hone in on your work life. If that particularly is something that for you, you know, maybe you've got this business idea or you want to at least explore if this is something you might want to do, you might hone in specifically just on that. Or you can do it for your whole life, knowing that your work life will be part of that. And often for the people that I work with and myself, you know, who is someone who wants to have a work life that they love and that it fits into the sort of lifestyle that they want to have, but creating your own thing, your own business, that your work and your life end up so intertwined that it, it can be good to actually explore the future vision of your whole life and work as part of that to see how they would really like the two aspects to complement each other. Because otherwise, kind of, what's the point if you're trying to separate out and go, oh, this is my life and this is my work, but you spend most of your time generally at work. So really, that's a big chunk of your life. So, but it's up to you. You can separate it out, hone in only on work, or you could do your whole life um, or any kind of version of that. And give yourself a decent amount of time to actually do this activity of exploring the vision of what it is that you would like to be seeing happening in a year or three years or however many years into the future that you go. 
I would give yourself at least 10 minutes or so and just write out in as much detail as possible about the various parts of your vision for that aspect of either your whole life or just your work life. You know, consider things like, you know, the Dr. Seuss approach of the who, what, where, when. And don't worry at this point about the logistics of how it's going to happen. But things like, you know, how are you looking? Like if you were to go forward in your mind's eye to a year from now, how are you looking? How are you feeling? What are the sort of things that you would like to be saying about your work, about your life in the future? If it's exactly how you'd like it to be, what would be happening And as a little bonus tip for you, if you're someone who is not great at knowing what you want, because sometimes that can be challenging, especially when you've immersed yourself so much into a work situation that you almost lose yourself into it, that it can take a little bit to, you know, bubble out of that. So if that's you and you're sort of like, oh, I've got no idea what I want, I just don't want this, you can start out by asking yourself what you don't want, like specifically what you don't want in either how you're feeling, how you're looking, how you're spending your time, the people that you're working with, the people that you're hanging out with socially, where you're living, where you're working, all those sorts of things. Just sort of go, what do I not want? And then you can start to flip it and say, okay, well, if I don't want that, what might I want instead? And that little word might is important because sometimes you can get a little bit too attached on it being accurate or worrying about the logistics of how it's going to happen or what other people might think if they knew that that's what you wanted. But this this activity, this time that you spend on this is about you and your vision for your life and your work. It's not about anyone else at this point. There will come a stage where it's maybe important to share these ideas or uh, the impact or change that you want to make with other people. But for now, do this just for yourself and be true to yourself about what it is that you want and be open to do it without an attachment of it having to come true or be true. Just try and get past that as uh, a future vision, future dreaming sort of state, state is what you want to get to. And then step three is once you've explored that future vision and made it something that you actually feel really positive and excited about, then you can choose or create, write a couple of goals to aim towards that will be like milestones along the way between where you are now and what you want to be experiencing in that future. So there'll be the goals are really milestones along the way. As an example, if you're not sure yet what your business is going to be like what you might want to do in your own business, then your goal might be to figure that out. If you're not thinking about starting your own business, but you want to do something different for work, then you want to figure out what that is. That could be a goal for you to try and actually allocate some time, make it a project to figure out what it is that you want to do next. Or if you haven't started any kind of thinking or planning around some sort of transition plan of how you want to extract from your current work and to create your new business, then you might want to set that as a goal to actually create a bit of a plan. Or maybe you you know you've got an idea of what your business would be, but you want to flesh out a marketing plan or uh, look at what other kind of support you might need in order to get started on 
exploring this business direction. You might want to find some sort of coaching support or networking groups or things that can help you to get started towards making the move without having to feel like you've got to quit your job today, but to actually set some goals that are going to help you start to take some steps in the right direction. And remember that a goal is something that you want to have happen that is not likely to just happen if you just continue on with things being business as usual. So setting a goal of you know, going to all the meetings that you have to go to next week is not really a goal. That's a to-do list and they're different things. So think about a goal is something that I really want to have happen or I'd like to have happen that won't happen unless I give it some time and energy. Yeah, that's a way to think about it. And also don't overdo it with the goal setting. I generally like to have between three to maybe seven goals for a year, depending on the type of the goal and I guess the size of the goal too and the area of my life that the goal is for. But often I have a combination of some very work-specific goals and some that are goals around other areas of my life, maybe well-being or relationships, things like that. And in the online program that I have, the goal setting one, there's an activity that actually helps you figure out which areas of your life you want to make the most important as you head towards that future result, that future life that you want to create, which is why that that step of you know, creating that future vision and really being open and exploring what that looks and feels like is so important because that's what you then want to set your goals based on. If I want that, then what are the things that I need to do and who do I need to be and how do I need to show up now in order to create that life? Another little tip around when you're writing your goals is to make sure that when you write the goal, you include something, at least one thing that makes it measurable. And absolutely the easiest way to do that is for you to include a number in your goal. So a number could be one of four things. It could be a dollar amount. It could be a number of things or a number of days. It could be a percentage or it could be a date. If you include any one of those, then you've got a measurable in the goal that you can reference to see, am I closer to that goal? Have I achieved that goal or not? And when you don't have any kind of measurable, generally the goal is going to be vague And when it's vague, it's very hard for you to take action on. So I really encourage you, if you write your goal, check and make sure that there's one of those things in there. And then at least you've got a a measurable to break down. And then the last step, step four that we're covering today, there's more to be done after this, but you know, this is the, the front end of it. Once you have your goal, then you want to make sure that you keep the goals top of mind somehow, either printing them out, have them stuck up on your wall, near your desk, having a folder that you review regularly. Just make sure that you don't just write the goal and then chuck it in a bottom drawer somewhere and never look at it again because you want to keep them top of mind to remember what they are amongst the busyness of your business as usual and life as usual. And then you also want to be scheduling in the specific activities or actions or tasks that you need to do to be making progress towards achieving that goal. And in fact, that's the biggest and the most influential part of goal setting and goal getting is the habits and the actions that you take to make it happen once you've identified it. Because the result is very unlikely to just show up unless you take some sort of action. You have to be doing the things that need to be done in order for you to achieve it. And 
when you're looking at those sort of tasks to break down and schedule in, you want to make sure that you include small tasks, small actions, small steps, because they are way more likely to get done than bigger goals. Because if you don't break the goal down into sort of bite-sized pieces, it's very easy to get overwhelmed and just not know where to start. And so then you don't start. And if you don't start, guess what? You're very unlikely to finish. So they're the four steps for today. Some basic steps for you to just start to clarify your vision about what you want for your future life, future self, and to set some goals for your year ahead. And the reality is that time is going to go regardless of what you do or you don't do. So your question to consider is if you want to make something happen this year, if there's something that you really would like to get started on, then this is the way to do it. If you've been thinking about starting a side gig or exploring what sort of business of your own might look like for you, then this is the perfect way for you to get started doing that. And if you want to do the full guided online goal setting program, which I mentioned earlier, that has the step-by-step videos and worksheets for each video that has the activities that you can go through and do it in your own time at your own pace, then you can check that out at, again, the web address is thetransitlounge.com forward slash goals. And depending on when you're listening to this, uh, this may or may not be available to you. But at the moment, there's a New Year's early bird offer. And the program is usually sold for at least $47. But instead, if you join the program before the 19th of January 2020, it's only $27. And as a bonus for you as being a podcast listener, if you use the code book, at the checkout, I will also send you a hard copy of my book, Elevate Your Success, which is worth $25.95 for just $1. So you get the program and the book for only a little bit more than what just the book is worth. That's just a bit of a bonus for it being the new year and to say thank you for being a podcast listener. So happy new year and I hope that you will do this goal setting process. I really do. So that you can really just step into this new year and you can make your year ahead 2020 as a year that you will remember as the year that you made things happen. I really want that for you. So go to it in your own time or go to the website and join the program, whichever way is going to work for you. Create your vision, create your goals, and go make it happen. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, Do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.